We are brought to you by the Davis Companies. Davis specializes in finding engineering, IT, and manufacturing talent. Uh, whether you are looking for your next job or looking for your next hire, contract or direct hire, give the folks at Davis a shout at www.daviscoes.com. That's D-A-V-I-S-C-O-S.com. Uh, our guest today is Lori Dolivera, um, who is awesome. Oh, my goodness. The energy in this conversation is palpable. It was a, uh, we had a phenomenal time. She explains um, really how uh, she fell into the role, what she loves. She's a perfect uh, nonlinear career path uh, you know, individual to document and inspire others. But also, she's a, a person who really values world travel. And I think uh, we had a lot of fun recording this podcast, and there's a lot that you can get out of it. So check it out, and let me know what you think. And welcome, thank you, so Lori D'Olivera, to Beers and Careers. Thank you very much. So nice to be here. Um, we're pumped to have you in here, and it was great to uh, get to meet you through Mr. Eric Davis. Mr. Eric Davis, who I've known since birth. No way. Yes oh, way. more on that to follow. This is perfect. I have all the good news. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We might have to record a separate <laughs> podcast. Um, Lori, we do a rapid fire, generally just so the audience can quickly get to know you mm -hmm. with our time constraints. I must know, as we drink our margaritas here on Cinco de Mayo, uh, what is your favorite cocktail or libation since it is beers and careers? Um, anything that contains rum. Oh, okay. Yes. Anything, like no preference? No preference. All right, cool. Yes. I, I dig that. Rum's a happy liquor. Interesting. I'm in on that. Mm -hmm. I, I steer more towards the clear ones, but I'm in. Hmm. I, I dig it. I yeah, dig it. It's in the Caribbean. It's warm weather. People are happy. Oh, my God. Especially on a day like today. It's vacation. It is it's vacation. vacation in a bottle. Painkillers. God bless you. Painkillers. Yes. Um, do you have a favorite curse word? Yep. Can I guess it? Probably. Fuck. That's the one. Nailed it. I think that <laughs> is the perennial. That's the perennial favorite. Um, it is, and I use it not sparingly. I mm. use it a lot. Well, you're in good company. Use it a lot. I know. It's been the biggest challenge with a seven and five year old at home. I Just have been a trying. 32 and a 31 year old, so mm. I've gone through all of yeah, them. Yeah, you, you're at a different stage now. I've gone through all of them. Yes. <laughs> all of them. Call me later. We'll talk. Um, do you, are you a quote person? Do you have any favorite quotes or quotes that are in your mind that inspire? Mm. Love you more. Mm. I just, I, oh, I, like I don't know if that's a quote, but yeah. I say it a lot, and I mean it. Mm. I love how uh, ready you were for that when you, when you weren't ready. That's I, perfect. I mean it. This is going to be fun. Um, how, I guess, did you ever know when you were growing up you were going to be doing this? Absolutely not. Well, I, and, and I, I wanted to be a lawyer. You wanted to be a lawyer? Yes. Like, how early on did you know you wanted to be a lawyer? Um, probably first or second grade. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. You were like a, so you were smart. You were like one of those people who knew what they were doing. Maybe. Yeah. A little bit. Us salespeople, we figure it out much later in life. <laughs> um, do you, can you share with us maybe uh, Lori's origin story? Like, how you got to where you are today, and then we can unpack it. Like you don't have to get, you can give me the Reader's Digest version. Yeah, because there's a lot to it. Um, so obviously I'm not a lawyer. Yes. But I still love to argue like Yes, one. what is your, what is your, what is your effective title today? I am Director of Workplace Experience. Okay. At Work Human. At Work Human. And do you want to give Work Human a plug since we're here? Yes. One of the most fantastic companies ever. 
I love working for them. The people that we bring to the company mm -hmm. are people who are so passionate about what we do, peer-to-peer -peer social recognition. Mm -hmm. I have never met a more lovely group of people mm. in my entire life. Very cool. Just deep down, good-hearted people. And you've been there for a little I've while. I've been there for nine years. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So how did you get to work, human? Very interesting story. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're here for. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'll buckle up I've as I sit my mark. <laughs> <laughs> so um, left college after my first semester. Okay. Yeah. Just said, you know what, this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. um, ended up having two fantastic, fabulous human beings named Daniel and Jordan. Yes. Got divorced. Okay. And said, okay, time to make my path. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Not depending on anyone. I love it. I'm not here for anybody else. How old are uh, Daniel and Jordan at this They're time? They're 31 and 32 now. But, but when the when, So they were 9 and 10. Okay, cool. When I got divorced. Yeah. Um, I worked for, I'm going to age myself a little bit right now, uh, digital. Yeah, DEC. DEC. I got it. Uh, that career lasted about 15 years. Okay. Mm -hmm. What were you doing at DEC? I was a technician. Okay. I actually yeah. made hard drives for computers yes. in the wow. Shrewsbury plant. Love it. Right? Uh, that job went overseas mm -hmm. to Japan. Okay. Which afforded me a trip to Japan. Yes. Which was Fabulous. That I, I can imagine. So interesting country. Yes. Interesting culture as for, a black woman. Right. First uh, time out of the country for you at that point in time? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and a real culture shock. Real culture shock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah but embraced it. Yeah. You know? Hey. Very cool. Different people, different places. I'm here for it. Started my lifelong passion for travel. Okay. That was the inspiration. That was for it. it. Yes. How yeah. long were you in Japan? Um, Two different trips, one two weeks, one one week. And were you so there to train? I was there to train them your, to your basically take my job. Yeah, yes, right. so here you go. It's all good. <laughs> only in America. Um, only in America. Yeah. <laughs> However, it afforded me the opportunity to get training through the government because mm -hmm. my job went overseas. Okay. okay, interesting. So then I became a computer technician. Yes. And so this is going to be a little twist spin yeah. here. Yeah. So was hired by a gentleman as a computer technician who is now my husband. Ah. Yes. So went from computer technician to his office manager. Yes. And then said, you know what, sweetie, I love you so much, but 24-7 is a lot of time together. Yes. I got to go. Yeah, I got to do something different. I got to do something else. <laughs> I love that. How long were you there? I was probably with him for three or four years. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, got a job right up the street here, Buyers Engineering as their office manager. Okay. Was there for eight years. Yes. This branch was closing. They were out of Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And I had four admins that were working underneath me. And I said to my husband, can I just please take the summer off, mm. regroup, I'll start looking for a job in the fall. Yeah. And I was helping them find jobs. And I came across this one posting for an accounts payable, accounts receivable, and payroll person. And I said, I'm just going to throw my resume at it, see what happens. And it's where I am right now. They no way. Yes. So you started at Work Human in APAR? I did. I started in finance at wow. Work Human. 
Can you yes. can you share how the interview went when you came in and they were like, "We want someone for the APAR," and you were like, "Well, I've done some of it. I guess in office management, I did. you had you had the I background. I did. Right? I had the background, yeah. so it was great." Um, so I actually started interviewing over the phone because I was away yes. for the initial interview. And they asked me to come into the office and I interviewed with their head of HX. We call it HX at Work Human. Human experience. experience. Oh wow. As opposed to trendy. human resource. We're trendy. very trendy. trendy. Very we're, cool. we're 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 asking others to follow us. I like that. I like that. And with the head of finance and legal. And I remember walking out of the interview and calling my husband and he said, so how did it go? And I said, I think it went well, but I will tell you I've made a lifelong friend in mm. the head of HX. Mm. It was one of the best interviews I've ever had and we laughed through it and we shared experiences and it was just wonderful. And then they offered me the job and I took it. Yeah. And we were growing so quickly I was employee number 88 in the U.S. Okay. So we have co-headquarters. We have a, a, a headquarters in Dublin. Okay. Where the company oh, actually cool. originated. And then my job organically morphed into their first office manager. Ah. You know, I was yeah. a little bit older than most of the population, so people okay. would naturally start to ask me questions. Mm -hmm. How do we do this? How do we do that? And I would say, I don't know, but I'll find out. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then my manager came and said to me one day, or my manager now, my present manager, said, would you like to come work under the HX umbrella? And I was like, who doesn't want to work under the HX right. umbrella? And I've been doing events. I've mm. been doing office moves. I've been training people. Have so a you, staff. Have a, you have a very multifaceted job I today. do all the things, is what I tell. Okay. Whatever needs to be done. Mm is what I do. Could you ever imagine yourself as a lawyer at this point? I probably could because I still do like to argue a little bit, especially yes. when I think but I'm right. Do you like to read that much? I do read. Yeah, I like to read too, I like but to that read seems too. like there's a lot of reading as a lawyer. I know, I know, but the arguing part is yeah. really interesting to me. I just find To try to get a point across. True, and validate it. Yes. Do you, when I'm thinking about like office management roles, and I don't know it intimately. Okay. Right, but I've uh, we we have them internally at Davis, and then in my role in staffing, connecting with people, a lot of times HR mm -hmm. gets run through the office manager. Right? <clears throat> Did you ever imagine like those office management skills of being so multifaceted and a million different things actually preparing you for your job today? Because you have a job that like probably pretty hard to put a job description together for. It's very hard to put a job description. Right? Like when Lori, if Lori was to leave, what would they post? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, do everything? Backfill for Laurie. Yeah, right? Like That's you know, what it would be. <laughs> it would be backfill yeah. for Laurie, right? Because backfill for Mama, because that's yeah. what they, everybody calls me. Everyone calls your Mama. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Mama. But, like, what are your main objectives at work? So, right now, like I told you, we're, we're doing a build-out. So, yes. I'm focused on making sure that our build-out represents exactly what is needed to make our humans comfortable mm -hmm. in the workspace. How many humans are over there? So we will have th about 350 in the U.S. Wow. Uh, same amount, 350, 400 in Dublin. Dublin. And how many of them are here? So we have about US. 60 
around the country. Okay. So the rest majority are, are here. Are here. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, not everyone's back to the office yet. We're still trying to figure out the whole hybrid yeah. office thing. Um, and right now we've been hiring so quickly we can't fit everybody oh, back man. into the office. So it's a great problem to have. It is. It is. We are in the uh, we're in the same boat. It is, it is a good thing. It's like one of those weird logistical nightmares it, that you can't like fix easily, which is frustrating as an ops oh, person. Hello. Yes, yes. It's Alpha true. and OCD? Right, yes. Nightmares <laughs> to be in the same person <laughs> with those things going on in your head. Yes. <laughs> well, like, like, it seems like, where are the people going to sit? And I'm like, oh, I that is not like a flip-the-switch solution. It does not happen. It does not stack happen. them on top of each other. And different teams, we have so many different teams, and they have different ways of working or mm-hmm. how they want to work. Yes. We have a lot of collaboration mm-hmm. between teams, so or within teams also. So trying to figure out all of that yes. is a lot. Yes. That's a, re- that's a real challenge. The modern workspace exactly. is becoming more of a challenge, too. It is. Do you, how do you... Um, when you think about all those people you have, like, why do you think you guys are winning the, the war on talent, so to speak, right? Like, it's an intimate topic to us. We understand people are constantly fighting for talent. We're in a weird place, right? Right. Labor participation is low. Yeah. The amount of job openings is high. People are struggling to find people. You're hiring like gangbusters. Why is work human winning? We are winning because of our culture. Love that. We've had people who have left and come back. Mm, boomerangs. Our boomerangs. Yeah. And it is because we value our culture so much. When Even when we hire, it's not just about a skill set mm-hmm. match. You have to be a culture fit mm-hmm. also to work with us. How do, you, how do you assess that? I'm usually the person during the interviews that, do, that does the culture assessments okay. for, you know, for HX and, yeah. you know, when people ask me, can you please be on yeah. our interview team? We'd love for you to come in and, you know, right. assess whether they are. I am so interested in people. I love people, and I love mm. to hear people's stories. So when I interview, the first thing I say, I don't do a normal interview. I've seen your resume. Yes. You have great skills. Yes, yeah. you can do the job. Right. I want to know about you. Right. I want to know what drives you, what makes you happy, what gets you up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I love that. So it's gut feel for you. It's gut feel. It's how they articulate that experience and exactly. what's going on. Yeah. Do, how do you... How does work human think about maintaining and evolving their culture? Because the cultures are weird, right? Like not not weird in the sense that they are um, like actually weird. Weird in the sense that they're always evolving, right? And every time you add someone to it, the culture does change a little bit. So they're very like living and breathing things. Exactly. Yeah. They're like a little organism. They right? are. They yes. absolutely are. How do you, how do you guys think about it? Did you talk about it? Oh, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. That's how we maintain. Yeah. It. Okay. Exactly. It's a constant conversation it's not something like okay we have this award-winning culture we're going to put it up here on the shelf right we are discussing it all the time and how do we improve it and what do our humans need and we're asking our humans Mm. all the time interesting what do you need what can we do to make it better what do you think about this what do you think about that because if you're if they're not happy then none of it matters Right, they won't it's just up, they work. Won't, they won't work hard. Right, either, it's yeah. just work. We have a tagline: without the humans, it's just work. Mm-hmm. So it's true. We want people to come to the office and bring their whole selves with them. We understand that people have lives outside of work. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love a work-life balance. Yes, 
so important. So we promote it and, and we want to walk the walk and talk the talk. Right. So it's very important for our people leaders, our managers to understand that. Yes. And we have meetings. We have like meetings with our people leaders all the time. Constant training. We have a fabulous training and development team. Mm. Always, always learning. Always. Supporting what's going on. Do Absolutely. You, do you think about like, you've been there for almost, you said nine years. Nine years. What has changed about the culture in nine years? I'm not sure anything's really changed about it. I think we have learned things along the way that we may have tweaked and incorporated. And or, or yeah, and, and and just said, okay, I think we I think we need to expand on this or a little bit less of that as we grow. It's hard to keep a culture intact as you grow quickly. Yes. Oh man, great point. Okay. It sometimes could get lost in the shuffle yes. because you're just trying to add bodies and get people Solve trained a problem. and do this and do this. We do a fabulous onboarding okay. at Work Human. And it's very particular, it sounds it's like. Very particular. Yeah. And if you can't leave our onboarding without knowing about our culture and the company history mm. and why we are, who we are, and how we got there. Doesn't you won't have an appreciation of where we're trying to go? Yes, and how we want to keep our culture with us along the journey and, and maintained. So you condition it from day one. Day one. Do you like if someone's listening and they either run a company or they're part of a company that has uh, a good culture but maybe doesn't have a formal onboarding process? Any any tips like quick tips you'd give for people and like this is the things you have to do during onboarding? Yes, I you have to. Let new hires meet managers in different departments. Mm. If new hires don't understand what your company does on every level, mm. it's really, really hard for them to become incorporated into your company. I like that. You know, tell new hires to ask all of the questions. Mm -hmm. We encourage that so much. There are no dumb questions. Right? There aren't any dumb questions. Also, we've been doing things a certain way and we're in it every day. You may come in as a new hire and look at a process or a practice that we're doing and say, you know what, we may be able to streamline that. What do you think about this? Mm -hmm. Welcome it. Yes, okay. Welcome and you it. lay that table during onboarding? Definitely during onboarding. Or set onboarding. that table? Wow, okay. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So onboarding is how you start it. Culture starts for you guys day one. Yeah. And then you're managing it through conversations, whether they're formal or um, formal or in like a one-on-one -on -one setting, or do you have like town halls? Do you have big We We have all of the things. So okay. we, <laughs> all right. so through our platform, Right. okay, I have one-on-ones with my direct reports every week. Okay, yes, same will, here. Yes, right, yeah. sit down, have a conversation, see what's going on, don't wait a year from now and say, oh, you were having a problem? Something wasn't working for you? I didn't know. Right. If you have continuous conversations with your employees, you can gauge where they are, mm -hmm. what's working, what's not working. Mm. Build that trust yes. with them. I'm here for you. I'm, I'm here to try to help you manage your career. Yes. See so, a sounding so board? A lot of psychological safety in the beginning. Absolutely. Right? Just like, Absolutely. Mm. It's a hard thing for new managers to get right, though. 
It is, but that's why we have training. Yeah. Oh my God. Amen. And then we have a thing internally we call flight school. You have so to. The first thing we start to talk about is like in your one-on-ones, the building of psychological trust, which seems like such a clinical way of saying it, but it's the. But it's I, necessary. It is. It is, and you know, great leaders do it naturally. Absolutely. But it can be a learned skill for sure. It can be. Yeah. Yeah, because not everybody has it in them. Mm. So, your, are your training programs? just for leadership or for everyone like you talked about that we sounds very gamut. supportive linkedin learning we, yeah. we like run the gamut of whatever you want to be trained on really we can look for it you know Perfect. i'm always encouraging my direct reports please get on there and see if there's courses you want to take mm. i want you to develop into whatever you want to be mm. you know i i've had some eas who have moved into different areas of the co- of the company because they just didn't want to be in that position anymore yes I'm here to say, okay, let's look and see what we can find for you. Right. I don't want to lose you as a work human employee because you're fabulous, but if this particular position is not fulfilling you anymore, then let's, let's make, find something let's that make does. It work. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. So it sounds like you, you guys have. Where would where did the culture start? Like, what, how uh, mature was the company when you started with it? Was it still pretty new? Or? It, so the company's only 22 years old okay. right now. Yeah, so it's still relatively Yeah, so it started as a gift-giving company. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a situation where one of the founders was going to a wedding in Japan, hmm. didn't have the currency, and was trying to figure out a global way to give gifts. So it was... No way. Yeah, right? And now here we are with the power of just, thanks, saying just, thank you to employees. Right, just solving a, just solving a simple problem. Solving a simple problem. Okay. That's why I love that. I love the uh, training and development and the onboarding and the culture stuff. I, I think culture is, we were doing a uh, SWOT analysis at work this week, yeah. last week, and culture was listed as one of the strengths. And it's so funny when you're in it. I'm so critical of it. I'm like, well, it could be, still could be so much better. And it's like, you got to like stand back and look at it from afar. Do you ever, do you ever find yourself in that situation where it's like, you know, you work at a great place. But you're, you're. I work at the best place. Right. I don't right. work at a great place. Exactly. I, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I, I, I must feel the same way too because I'm going on 13 years. So I'm, with, I'm with you. But yes. like, I think, as someone who's responsible for culture, I, it's, it's so hard to not be cynical. Well, I, I don't use the word cynical. Yeah. I'm always thinking, what can we do? What, what more can we do? Yes. Fair. Right. Fair. What else do? What else is needed? Hmm especially in our new ways of working. What can we do to make the experience better for our humans? Well, and you said it earlier, the que- what, what else do you need? Right. It's, a, it's an often missed question right. for what managers, right? Need? Because we assume we know what people want. Mm-hmm. Or what they need. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you ask questions like that, it helps you evolve in a very um, unstructured time yeah. when people are still figuring out where they want to work and how <laughs> they want to work and all that. Exactly. All that important stuff all, that's happening. It's very important. Wow. So it's from a lawyer to a just a, you're, I mean, you're like a cultural champion. I was the first cultural energizer in our U.S. office. That makes sense. You also embody that. You have like a. I uh, love that. You have an I, absolute I wear aura. that with like a, it's like a badge of yeah. honor. And I tell everybody that I possibly can. Your aura is, is excellent. You're one of those people when you. you meet them and you're like, man, their LinkedIn profile should be a video of them. <laughs> so that people can get a sense of the energy they bring. Is that a possible I thing? I don't think it is. I think it is should. a possible thing? Okay. Behind your profile. I'll show oh, you. Oh, okay. 
right. That's our executive producer, Andrea, chiming in. That we Thank you, Andrea. That uh, she's Lori un- and Mark she's unleashed are, not, the that, beast are now. not that smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's certain people you meet, and you're like, man, this picture, it just, you look like everyone else, when in reality, you bring energy every day. I had a great mentor that said there's two types of people in this world, energy givers and energy takers. Vampires, just, yeah. emotional vampires, I yeah, call them. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's what I call them, and I can't be around those oh. people. How did you? No. How did Lori get the way that Lori is? Like, what were some of the bigger moments in your life that shaped you to be this way? Because you were, you were, you were hell bent on being a lawyer. I was. Well, it was for a while. Yeah. You know, life gets in the way. It does get in the way, but like, do you, <laughs> like, it seems like you're in such a um, the whole. Hey, the whole inspiration of this podcast was uh, meeting so many people that are so happy doing what they were doing, but whether they went to college or whether their dreams were for their original profession, never really matched up to what they ended up doing. Oh, and it all worked out. Always, always. So I come from a very large family. Okay. I'm smack dab in the middle. How many um, brothers, sisters? Well, so we, they, I have five sisters, Whoa. two brothers, and my parents. Yeah. Um, two extremely loving parents who said go conquer the world yeah. do what you do what you're going to do and you know my dad worked two jobs so my mom could stay home with the kids mm-hmm. and i'm a workaholic i'll i'll, yeah. I'll say it to anybody the work ethic I, is I love it and if i'm not working i'm doing something to my house and my drive my poor husband crazy um, but it's okay i i like to be busy yes did you grow up around here um, Clinton. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. You're a, so you're not a, that far. You're a fellow asshole. I am. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. I That's am. why you have all this yeah. energy and yeah. urgency. Right. This all checks like, out. We've got things to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Get out of my way. These aren't West Coast right? vibes. I'm no, doing. not at all. Although I do love the West Coast. I I'm do like, too. How but, do you do that? Right. <laughs> how do you lay back? Someone. Like that? I, I don't know who. There's a comedian, and I forget exactly who, which is sad because I really should give credit where credit is due. But he's like, I'm traveling the U.S. doing comedy shows, and he goes. The people on the East Coast, it's like they don't believe that they ever defeated the British. They're all <laughs> still ready to go to war. <laughs> all the time. Right? It's like everyone's on edge. All the time. Everyone's on edge. So. And, and so I'll tell you a funny story. Yesterday I was actually on a Zoom call on my way into work, and my manager literally sent me a text. I just want to let you know that you're not on mute because she understands that things may happen yes, yes. being a mass while yes, driving, driving 495. Driving. It, Sometimes it, you say things. It's the truth. It is they abs- just come out of your mouth. It's absolutely the truth. People who don't know how to drive. No. <laughs> no, and there's way more people back on the road. I went back into the office in May of 2020. Okay, so pretty early on. So very early on. So yeah. I had Route 9 and 495 to myself. It's yes, lovely. you did. You are a workaholic because I was right there with you. Yeah, I was like... I'm better. In, I'm better in the office. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, I like the flexibility, but I. Yeah, no, I need people. Yeah, I, that's even probably though, even though there weren't people there, but I was like, I need to get up and go somewhere. Yes, and be part of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. I think you just really synthesized the way I feel about it. Yeah, I just need to be out there. So, how do you guys talk about that at work? About getting people back? Uh, no, I mean. Getting people back almost has the uh, gives you the vibe that you have to come back. Um, well, we want people to come back because cool. we find that, and, and as people come back in, they're also saying this: being together yes. in the office 
is so much it's the more best. of an experience it's than just working. It is. It is. Right? To be able to stop in the cafe and say, hey, how are your kids? Yes. What's going on with your dog? How are your parents? Where are you going on vacation? Mm. You miss all those connections if you're on Zoom calls all day. A hundred percent. And and the don't you think that like beyond this is what I don't get about the hundred percent remote work. Like I like I do understand there's a group of people that want that. Like I I get it, right? Yes. But I think for the vast majority of people, we get so much of our dignity from the work we do and the impact we make on others and it's like you can't even see the power of what you've what you're doing. What you're doing every day. Yeah. yeah. And no. also learning. Right. I mean, I don't know, like I think there's a lot of people that can learn. Uh, in an individualistic nature, but I need. I'm not one of those. No, I need to talk. Yes, I talk listen. all the time. Yeah, all the time. Exactly. I'm basically married to a man who said to me that he found his spirit animal, animal in a sloth because that's <laughs> that's his vibe. Yeah, he's right. very, very laid qu- back, quiet, quiet. And you're, I, you're the yin to his yang. He, Yes, he calls me the tornado. That's so funny. It's, he that's, literally. That's so. <laughs> it's like here she's, she's coming. I she's I coming. said to him a couple of weeks ago. I said, so what do you think when you see me? I I really want to know what goes on in your head, when you see me. Uh, what a at the, what a wildly awesome question. Is this in the morning or is this like this a was dinner? at night? Okay. This was at <laughs> night because I was in the kitchen. I just got home from work and yep. I was spinning around doing a thousand things. And he's sitting on the couch waiting for me so we could watch a show together. Oh. Hey, what a guy. Right? He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. And he said to me, he's like, you're having five conversations in there with yes. no one but yourself. Yes. And I said, yes, I get that. That's, yes. how, that's how I process. That's how I get things done. And he was just sitting there like, what is this woman doing? Mm. And I had to ask him the question, what do you think when you watch me do these things? Yes. And his answer was, he goes, you remind me of a tornado. <laughs> and he said, literally in my head, it, this is what happens. It's 50 miles away. It's 40 miles away. It's 30 it's like miles twister. away. It's like Twister. And then he says, quick, everybody down into the cellar. Oh it's my, about to oh hit. Oh, my goodness. And we got into such a laughing fit. And I said, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. That must be awful for you. And he said, nah, you know, sometimes it's a little stressful, but I'm yes. kind of used to it by now. Yes. Uh, I I love it. You know, you also really strike me as someone. You have a lot of self awareness. I do. You, you, and but you're also really comfortable with who you are. I I oh, don't give up. Shit. You can That's swear. It. You can, yeah, you I can don't. Swear. I don't. I've earned everything that wh- I have where, now. When did that happen? Um. Because I think there's a lot of people on their career journeys. Yes. Um. That probably don't have very different paths. Like they were doing. Uh, a job that morphed into another and another and another and there's like no wonderful foundation like maybe a doctor has that went to medical school and there was a perfect curriculum but like how do you was there a switch that clicked no i i have to say i'm very fortunate that i have found something that is the perfect fit for me Mm. it is the i couldn't have created a better job if i wanted to okay so I, I, I would encourage people to say, look inside yourself, mm-hmm. and if you have the ability to try to do what you love, yes, then do that. And don't you think, though, you have to, like, because I, I think about that and I go, well, I don't know what I love. Like, you didn't, you didn't you know. You do what know you, what you love. 
you love to talk. Okay. Okay. So you're synthesizing it way down beyond what you actually do at work. Yes. But you love to talk. Yeah. You love people. True. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. Some people, not so much. True. If you don't love people and you don't love to talk, don't go into sales. Fair. That's a good point. That's a good point. Do you think that, but I think when people like find your passion, they go to like hobbies or they they don't don't synthesize it to skills. The skill set. Yeah. So do you think your self-awareness drove that confidence? I think because I wanted more Mm. for myself, for my family, just to fulfill myself. Yeah. It was, well, I want to do this. What's the next step? Well, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And I happen to love the people that I work with. And they drive me every day. Is, is your drive today serving those people, is that built out of a longer-term vision of, like, the legacy that you believe you, you leave behind? Or, like, how do you think about that? I, I think about I'm, I'm a giver. Okay. And that's your gift. That's my gift. Yeah. I, I like to make sure the people around me mm-hmm. are happy, yeah. are healthy, are getting what they need. Yes. What can I do to make that better? And you, I, and I, you found a role where you can I flex that mo- muscle day in every and day Every single day. See, that makes a lot of that Every single day. I walk through my office two or three, five times a day, six times a day, just looking at people saying, hi, right. make eye contact with me so I can see what's going on in your world. Right. Because that'll tell me everything, mm-hmm. someone's face. Yes. And if you need me for something, I will know immediately. Yes. And I will go over, what's going on? How's your day? Tell me what's going on. Mm. Benefit probably of also growing up with a big family. Yeah. Right? Yes. It's like nothing's hidden. No. Right. Even now. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. <laughs> Even now. Are, they, are most people local? Yes. Oh, awesome. Yes. <laughs> awesome. That's, so, your, so your family get-togethers are wild. Yeah. They usually, yeah, we have the pool, so we have all the summer oh. stuff, so... You know, it's and now it's can, you're giving it's again. Giving and yeah. now it's to the point. It's not. Can we come over? It's we're, we're coming. Gonna, we're over. gonna be over at night. We'll be yeah, over. Yeah. Oh, and, and I'm like, yes, okay, perfect. We're having a party. I love that. Do you think? Do you think that uh, you mentioned early on, and I, and I just want to talk about it with you because I love travel as well. Uh, do you find that that like gift giving piece is very related to your why you love to travel and experience? The rest of the world, like, is that? Yeah. Is that where that? I mean, who doesn't want to know how other people live? I think there's a lot. Unfortunately, Lori, I think there's a lot of people that don't. I know, but I'm with you. I know. I love seeing how. It is very sad. Yes. I saw a statistic about how many people in this country actually have passports. Is it low? It's disgusting. Not like single digit low. It's so low. Really? It's really sad. Really? Yes. Although, although, on the flip side of that, mm. if you were to leave here and go to Atlanta or California or Oregon mm. and never leave the country, it's it's might as well like you leave the country. Not really. Geographically. Geographically. Right. But not culturally. I I would I would uh, have fun espousing the idea I think it is. I think Oh, we the lawyer in me is I about think, to come I think, out I think right it now. Is. I know this is fun. So this is fun. I think yes. the value system so there, so there, a little bit. So, yes. Yeah, so, there is a little bit. Yeah. Okay. We have southern food. We have food from the north, the northwest. We have those yeah. things that are a little bit different from here in Boston. 
correct? Yeah. I, no, uh, beyond that, I would say the, um, the way people talk, the, uh, the way people drive, the way people, the way people treat other people, all yes. has nuances that you see in the difference of like. So I lived in Australia for a little while. Yes, I expected fabulous. very limited cultural shock. Yeah, so I was like, oh, they speak English. Yeah, no. Right? What? It, and I was tw I was twenty two, so really ignorant to it. Yeah. So when I got there, I was like, whoa, like this is a completely different completely place, even though they talk different. the same. And I don't. I and I would agree. I don't think that L.A. has the same amount of culture shock that it does Boston. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Like that Australia does to Boston. But I do think uh, there's some nuances. There's some, and I think I think we think about them as nuances because our we see them every day, and, and we're fortunate to work with people around the country. Yes. But if you're a person that doesn't work with people around the country, I think it's a, I think it's more of a foreign place than you think. Yeah, everything's foreign to people that don't travel outside True. their zip code. <laughs> right. You're right, though. Americans the, don't leave. They don't leave. They don't leave. They don't speak another language. Correct. For the most part. Yes. You know, you go to Europe, people are speaking four, five, six different languages. Yes. How fantastic is that? It's, it, it's one of those things where you're, it's, uh, I'm enamored by it. Yeah. I'm enamored Me by too. it. It's like, it, there's that guy, I got into the Formula One Netflix thing. Suck me right in. I have no, I'm not, like not a motor racing bone in my body. And my wife and I and my kids were all watching it. And one of the guys who runs um, the Mercedes team, his name's Toto. And I was like, well, finally, after four seasons of watching it, I looked into it. And he's like this motor car racing entrepreneur, CEO kind of type. And I'm like scrolling down. It's like he speaks six languages. And I was like, this guy was already cool. Now. And now he's like the coolest person. I was like, right. you're right. You're right. You, because you can connect. You. So you went to Japan, and that mm -hmm. inspired the travel. What was your favorite place that you've been to since? Italy. Okay. I've been to Italy twice. Me too. Fantastic. Me too. It is. It is probably. Uh, it seems like one of the most pure experiences. Now I've not done a lot of world travel, mm -hmm. but Italy. Italy seems like it's as uh, close to. Um, life was meant to be as possible. If, if I could buy, buy a villa right now in mm. Tuscany. Yes. My mom is going <laughs> to listen to this podcast and be like, I got to meet Lori. Yes. That's what I've heard my mom utter those, that statement. What is it about Italy? I loved their sense of, and this is going to sound weird coming from me, there's no rush. There, yeah. Take your time. Have a three-hour lunch. But don't you feel like people like us, because I'm going to put us in a similar category, mm -hmm. urgent, going up. Don't you think we're also kind of a product of our environment? Absolutely. Like, if I'm in Italy, I'm chilling out, too. I napped. I fell asleep, uh, and my wife on my honeymoon, she was like, you're asleep and during the day? Of course. Right? It's like, well, yeah, everyone else of is doing Of course. Everybody <laughs> else is taking a nap. I'm taking a nap. Mm. It's a different appreciation of family. Yes. And the rituals around food, obviously. Oh. Don't even get me started yeah. on food. It's the, it, Please. It is the best. But don't you think, like, and, it, and it's it's hard to do, right? Like, there's a barrier to entry to world travel. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. It takes some planning. It's it it, does. It, it's not, it is certainly a privilege. Absolutely, it's a privilege. But, oh, my goodness, do I think it makes me and others that do it uh, better citizens of the world, uh, better yes. people, but better leaders and managers. Because mm -hmm. you really start to go, wow, there's a million ways. To do things. To do things. Right. And I can't and be committed to only my way. No. You should never right. be committed right. to only your right. way. 
absolutely not. Yes. Please teach me your way. Right. And I want to learn why you're doing it. it, that it way. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not just don't tell me the thing. Tell me why about the thing. Mm-hmm. I know the advice when I talked to like a recent college grad or someone, I'm like, if you have the opportunity to travel and you didn't get to do it, just do it just now. Just do it. Do it now. And yeah. not like, you don't have to go to crazy places. Just get way out of your comfort zone. You don't. And learn other stuff. Right. It's, it's a big difference. Well, and you know, my mom was from London. Cool. So, you know, we have a really little... Really cool. Yeah, so we had a little bit of a European flair yeah. going on in our household. Very cool. Already, so that was cool. Changes the dynamic. It sure does. Yes. It yes. sure does. That's, that's, very, yeah. that's very awesome. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of... Um, I have stories about, like, you know, in America, we're really hung up about covering up Yes. Okay? Yes. It's Puritan. we got to cover everything well, up. Well, the British are coming. Yes. Yeah. got to cover everything <laughs> up. And I remember friends coming over and my, you know, we have five girls. Yes. Literally running around the house in their bras and panties yes. all the time. And my girlfriends would come over and say, oh, my gosh, your brothers are here. And I'm like, yeah, they live here. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand the point right now. Exactly. But you're your brother. You're in front of your brother. Exactly. And I'd say, you go to the beach in a bikini in front of strangers. It's the truth. It's the same amount of material. It's the truth. Isn't that weird how that happens? And I said, and it's all about the thought you have behind it. Mm. I'm not thinking nasty thoughts, are you? Right. It's the truth. That's the truth. That's wild that your mom's from London. Yeah. That's fun. How did she get over here? That's another book. No, that's okay. another. <laughs> no. <laughs> we that's don't have wild. Look at that's good for you. I know Andrea's already gonna be mad at Andrew's, me. I can ba- I can barely. Yes. Uh, we, you and I could talk for hours, but days. I do I do days for sure. <laughs> I will say, Lori, thank you for coming on. I really liked your the the points you made though, as it pertained to the self awareness and the confidence, that, and then like you knowing what your superpower is. Always know your superpower. It's important. Find your superpower and get feedback. Right, like have people help you find it. Absolutely. One of one portion of our um, product also is feedback. Awesome. Where you could solicit feedback from someone or someone could give it to you. And it's not meant to be in a negative way, mm-hmm. right? Positive feedback, positive reinforcement yes. is amazing. Yes. But self-awareness of like, look at, I've earned everything that I have right now. Mm. I'm going to use it to do good for the world. And I almost feel like even when you earn things and they're small in the comparison to maybe what others have, right? Yeah. It's, it's more confidence inspiring knowing that that was yours. That's mine, yeah. right? But yeah. I'm here to help others. Exactly. That's what I love about it. It's not, yeah. I'm going to take it and I'm going to run and it's, it's me, 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 me. No. This is about inspiring other people to do fantastic things. Everyone can eat. Total world domination Every- is what I say. I love that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Do you give pump-up speeches? You should do that. I could see you in like a high school locker room just getting a bunch of people I have this up. fantastic seven-year-old niece who does not need any confident boosting, but I say that to her all the time. I'm whisper to your total world domination niece. I love it. Lori, let's end it with that. Thank you so much for coming on. And Thank you so uh, You're going to have to come back me. again. I will be back tomorrow if awesome. you ask me. Oh, cheers. Thank you so much, Lori. You're welcome.